Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. Grace, Ryan, and myself, Sean, are here. Connor is enjoying his honeymoon, so congratulations to Connor and Natalie, and uh, hopefully they're having a good time uh, in marital bliss, wherever they are. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the blunders of G7, Biden's blunders of G7. I don't know. It's just, it was, it's just been a debacle after debacle, um, at least... In a, for the, in the eyes of the world for America, I think we were made to look a lot weaker. We're going to get into that right now. Um, but before we do, do all the stuff we always ask you to do in the beginning. Like this video, share this video, comment on this video, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notifications bell. That way you'll know every time a new episode is up. Also, become a member of Freedom Wire. Click the link on the bottom right-hand side of the screen. Take you to our website. Give us your email. We'll start sending the stories that are important to conservatives like you and like us, and you won't read anywhere else. Um, I wrote an article yesterday called The Cuckolding of America uh, at the G7. And 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 basically what, what has gone on at this summit has basically taken America down at least six pegs in the eyes of the world and in our standing, I think, as far as um, how Biden has looked and how he has made the, made made America look for voting him in and voting him in quotation marks. Um, no, I'm just, I was just pulling a Biden there. I was just going to stop right in the middle of my Just stop in the middle of your sentence? Is, is Putin a killer? Uh, no, yeah, that was my... That was an actual thing that the president did. I mean, obviously we can talk about the blunders, but and we will trust me. They're embarrassing, but yet it's still kind of fun. But uh, I mean, he's—they just know he's so weak. He's so easy to take advantage of, and it's it's so obvious. And he signs that communicate. It has all this like build back this globalist crap in it, and he's like he plays right along. And and the fact that people like Macron are kissing his butt or whatever, and just like I'm just that they were just like say basically it was a. a, a, a not so veiled shot, maybe at Trump or whatever. And I go the fact that they're they're basically oh it's so great to have another president to work with you know like him, like Biden basically tells me that Trump was doing something right when he was president. Did you did you hear the one when um, did you hear I think it was Boris Johnson, it could have been Macron that said oh he's he's part of the club. Yeah, it was Macron. Is Macron? Yeah. If you're part of the club, you are you are not for. America's best interests. Hang on, real quick, before he says that, part of the club, we pay for the club. That was what Trump's point was for four years, is that we pay for, for whatever the club is. No, what that shows you, what that is right there, that was a admonish or an admission, not an admonishment, an admission that they're all globalists. This is what they want. This 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 is with with Biden back. Uh, you know, bring them, bring America back towards their globalist agenda. They can all get to get to plotting and and um, you know forcing this globalist agenda on on the world. But it, America has been the America is the uh, linchpin that holds it all together. And without America going. To, Going towards that globalist, you know, as we weren't under Trump, as Trump was getting us away from it, 
now that we're going back towards it, everybody's happy. Great reset. Everybody's happy, except for people that know. People that know what's going on or that understand why globalism is wrong or bad or the worst. But everybody else seems to be fine with it. Seems it's the paradigm now, apparently. It's and like, last last night I was talking to my mother and, and um, she goes, you know, and, and we talked about all how all these truths are coming out. And she goes, but what do we do? How do we stop it? How what what recourse do we have? I said, I go, mom. There's only one thing we can do. We can you either need to really get involved. I go, or you know, you have to really start talking to your elected officials. I go, but this is why people attacked the Capitol building on January sixth. They don't feel like they have a choice. They feel powerless. And so this is this is exactly what's happening. It's like it's like watching a horror movie on 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 you know at on on screen and telling the girl, "Don't go in the room. Don't go in the room." And she goes into the room. There's nothing we can do. The girl keeps going into the room and and she's about to get her throat sliced and that girl's name is America. Um, I mean, Biden's all over the map, no pun intended, at G7, but... Wandering all over the map. Wandering all over the map. I mean, he says he says things all the time. He says, oh, we're going to be tough on China. Then at G7, he goes, yeah, it's not really China, though. It's kind of everyone else. It's not really China. And then he tries to... I didn't like how he handled talking about the cyber attacks in Russia because he told he said that... If American hackers were attacking Russian industries, then he would immediately hand them over. I was like, what? <laughs> he's, the, the, these uh, ransomware hackers just got like $10 million out of these American industries, and Biden's over there saying, yeah, you know, if, um, if we did it to you, then we would hand them over. And he's not really defending America or American interests. And he said America is back, and he's been saying that over and over back to the Great Reset, and they they don't care. They just want to go back to the globalist ways and their self-interest and lining their pockets and making the lobbyists happy and the LGBTQ and the, and the black community, or the I should say Black Lives Matter community. So, I mean, America is back in that regard to the old guard. Not as much as science is back, baby. Yeah, America's back, baby, and science is back, baby. Now that Trump's no longer president. Like how Fauci said, an attack on me is an attack on science. Yeah, <laughs> well, we're, we gotta keep off Fauci because all of a sudden this will turn into I won't be able to help myself. So you, you trigger the thought <laughs> it'll and just be and another. It. It'll just be another <laughs> attack on Fauci because he's an idiot. But anyway, so but yeah, as far as like the Great Reset stuff, this has been something that they're not even hiding the ball on. Like before even Trump was president, Trudeau was using that. Build Back Better is is act, literally taken from the Great Reset plan. Like that was actually something that the that sh- should have been a sign right there. This yeah, is no secret. Yeah, yeah. They, no, this was literally this that yeah. Build Back Better was taken from yeah. the three three banners. Um. The, the the three red banners from from China, his, yeah, and his um, build back better, faster, more like there. <clears throat> this is this is what happens, and it's like it's like it's. Here's the thing, they're not even hiding it. 
this stuff is right there. But here's the problem. Nobody, nobody pays attention. Mm. They think, oh, build back better. That sounds great. That sounds, yes, let's build back better. Now do a little bit of internet searching. It's not research. Do do a little bit of internet searching. Look back. Look up the uh, the three red banners for uh, for China. Or you can read my article that I wrote about it on Freedom Wire. The three red banners, which came before was was part of the five year plan before the Great Leap Forward, that killed millions of Chinese people. This is what we're headed towards, and there, this is. Frightening, frightening because we every day we wake up, we're closer to that, and we cannot stop it without some kind of like we need an uprising. And I don't mean a physical uprising, leftists, I mean we need an uprising of our elected officials to take a stand on both sides of the aisle and say, This is not where America is going. Had the pandemic not happened, I don't think they would have been able to use that slogan because Americans would be like, build back what? I mean, we're just fine here. Nothing's broken, necessarily, besides Trump broke the lost brains. But (laughs) um, I don't think they would have been able to use that. So I think that's why it's kind of going unnoticed. And people are like, oh, yeah, duh, build back better because we're broken, right? Our economy is destroyed. I think he unveiled that before the, the pandemic. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure because because no, he wasn't a primary candidate until last January. Right, right. But he had, he had had that slogan. I'm pretty sure, like in the fall of 20, because he announced in June of 2019. In the fall of 2019 is where I I, I I I could be wrong. You might be right, but I for some reason I think this was better because I think what it was was a shot at Trump. Either way, Back I, then, it was a shot at Trump, but now it it works hand in hand with COVID. Mm-hmm. But but um, that's why I'm saying that's why it's going unnoticed because of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. People would have been more confused had that not happened last year. Well, yeah, yeah, it, so. it, it's terrible. It's it's like build back better. It's Mao's words. Those are Mao's words. That's crazy. And 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 we're and we're powerless. There's you know what I'm seeing a lot now after G7. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Biden, Harris, 2020, instead of Harris, because Justin it. Trudeau is saying allegedly said that Kamala Harris was going to take power by the end of this year. Ooh. According to a report. No, I didn't see from that. A reporter yeah. who heard from a source. So we'll heard from not a necessarily yeah. know for sure. But I think the memes are pretty funny that it's like Biden heiress 2020. Oh, like at some point, like now we got to kind of transition into him being a blubbering old fool. Um, It's like almost as much as he can't stand her, at least if we had like an attack or something, like she's with it mentally, at least. I think we've talked about this, but God. Here's what we're finding out. Nothing, man. He's like nothing's out there. I don't know now. Like, I said that a while ago. I was like, let's just hand this over to Harris. Why not hand it over? I don't like to put it Harris. that way. But. <laughs> let's just hand Probably it over. Because you think she'd, more part, she'd be able to implement that. Yeah. But after watching what's gone down in Guatemala and Mexico with her, mm-hmm. 
No. Yeah. She'd rather be at the Pride Parade where she was a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah. It's, shouting out the trans community and whoever. Because it's not about the. I, I was telling my mom this last night. She and and um, I told her they don't want to fix things. Nothing wants to be fixed. They don't want to fix the border. This stuff can all be fixed. Every every problem that America has can be fixed. But they don't want to fix it. Because as soon as all these problems get fixed, we have no use for politicians each making $178,000 a year, and some of them more, doing nothing when everything is fixed. They don't want to fix it. Well, here's the thing. Well, it's not even just... That they fundraise on it. Let's be honest. They fundraise on the Republicans don't want you know they're gonna build a wall like they're gonna like do this like so they 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 have no incentive to actually fix the problem because they they benefit from it. But who who did who did try to fix the problems? Donald Trump. Who built the wall? You know who 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 like we know who built the cages. We know who <laughs> built the cages, but who built the wall? You know, it, it's like we, the more and more. That w- that it was working too. That's the thing. Like not just the wall, but all his policies, like the stay in Mexico policy, the asylum, but like all these policies were working. And and the, all he had to do is Biden had to do is if he was serious about it was to just continue what Trump was doing. But he's not. And, he's, and, rem- and remember, I, you've heard me say that I he's been trying to take down Trump's legacy. Uh, every the the, the hundred twenty days has been everything to do with taking down Trump's legacy. But here's what I, I've changed my mind on that. It has nothing to do with Trump. It does, but it doesn't. It has everything to do with getting us back on track to this globalist agenda. That's what this is all about. Like Trump's Trump's policies were protecting America. Joe Biden wants to open us back up and leave us open and being able to be inserted into this globalist uh, federal or Globalist, what would that be? Not federal, but globalist agenda or our uh, international, international, yeah, international conglomerate. That's what they're. That's yeah. I think it's definitely a mix of both. And yeah, they're going to take this four years to continue rescinding Trump policies and getting it back to how it was in Obama era, so that they can basically go to twenty sixteen times two in twenty twenty four and usher in some other progressive candidate who is like Hillary Clinton, but maybe more a little bit more likable. So that she can do, they can do the same thing that she was going to. But hey, guys, Biden's got a sixty-one percent approval rating. That's crazy. There's no way that's true. But Rasmussen has him at forty-nine, and Rasmussen's almost always right. So he's he's below fifty, and that's I can't believe it's that high. But still, give him the benefit of the doubt. I'd like. There's just no way the guys. I don't think it's that. This guy's destroying this kind of Rasmussen's pretty solid though. They're the only ones that are actually kind of one of the only few that are solid. But anyway, the point is he's. Regardless of what his approval rating is, he's he's destroyed. He's just destroyed. He's putting the country in there. I mean, and we don't have we have a feckless Congress that doesn't stand up to it. Like there's like that's the thing that's wrong. These executive orders are not laws. Uh, they're just like he's ruling via executive orders. He's doing almost all this. He got the he got the the one point nine trillion stimulus through. I guess that went through Congress, but very little has actually gone through Congress. So he's just doing all this executive orders crap. It's like. And that's how he's doing it. But of course, obviously, then the Republican can come in, but and do uh, reverse of it. That's three years, three and a half years from now. That's a long time. A lot of damage going to happen yeah. in the meantime. Because it's one thing to say like. 
Because it is like the midterms are like super important. We want them to get the Democrat. Like, but what difference? It's kind of like what difference is it going to make if he could just use executive orders? You know, what I mean, like he's not going through Congress for any of this because he's no Joe Manchin is standing up to him. He's not going to get the filibuster right now. So it's just it's really frustrating. It's like we only have one branch of government right now, and it's a seventy-eight-year-old guy that should be in a nursing home. Well, it's a good thing <laughs> that all these states are passing laws like Texas um, and. Yes, that is true. Texas and, and Missouri, no, no, sorry, as Nebraska and Missouri made themselves yeah. Second Amendment sanctuary states. And that's and where it's going to have to happen. You're right. The state level. You're right. The, mm-hmm. It's a federalist. It's, there's there's a fourth, four, there's a fourth entity of government, and it's a state, whatever you want to call it, branch. It's it's the it's the states, and fortunately, the Republicans control 31 to 50 state legislators, and and certain states. I think like South Dakota talked about it. Uh, you just mentioned a few. Like they constitutionally, they should be able to not enforce any of Biden's executive orders that are unconstitutional. They can deem them up. Oh, this isn't constitutional, so we're not going to enforce it at the state level. You've seen that with the pipeline, that kind of stuff. Like the states need to start doing that. They have the right to do this because Biden is. These are not laws, and even if they were laws, they could be challenged on unconstitutional grounds, and, that, and especially when they're just executive orders. For God's sakes. Well, uh, well. All's all's that with the pipeline. All Biden did was was uh, rescind the permit, and that that I think is within his power. Oh, because it's on uh, probably if it's on some maybe some on federal lands. Yeah, federal lands. Yeah, I, I don't know all the details. There, maybe it's probably a mismatch. It's probably some's on federal lands. Yeah, and some's on state. I know we're getting into it, but the point is overall some of the stuff he's talking about doing, the state should just be like, no, that's not custody. We're not doing it. Yeah, he and. I think the thing, and I wrote about it yesterday too, was that the G7 that that really worries me is the fact that he basically admitted on the international stage that he has no control over what he does or says. When he's like, I'll get in trouble if I answer these questions. I can't, I'm going to get in trouble with my staff. You are the most powerful man on the planet. And you're worried about getting in trouble with people on your staff? Well, yeah. It, I think they all know. I mean, I think they it's, it's not, no it's secret. Yeah, but you know what, though? They, 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 there's one thing to, to think it because, but, you know, but this is international stage, international reporters. It's one thing to, to do this to American, like, like we like some American reporters get the nuances of America, which is like, oh, I'm going to get in trouble. Um. Oh, it's like a, it's like uh, I'm gonna get in trouble with the wife. I can't do it, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Like, Where three times in one press conference, though. Yes, yeah. and then he did this, but doing this on the international stage with international reporters, um, it's not something I think is a good look for America, and I think makes us look weak. Not only as because he obviously is a puppet now, like they obviously know it's it's been it's confirmed. That he's a puppet, and that America again is weak for electing a puppet, and that scares this whole this whole G seven. I think is like every. I, I want to say like part of me goes, am I just that biased that everything he does makes me think he's weakening America? But what I try, I tr- really try. To look at it objectively, like there are, you know, some things that they 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 worked on, like like a, right before we came on air, and I and I saw that story about the uh, Boeing and Airbus 
tariffs, and now it's gonna they're gonna seventeen that seventeen year trade standoff between Europe and and America that that fixed, and that's great. You know, anytime we can make money and they and other people can make money, I'm all for that, right? So that's a good thing, but a lot of the other stuff is just it's. I cannot get over the fact that how weak having that man as the head of our country makes us look. And it, it, and it worries me to no end that, like, I, now that we know that China is building bases in Africa, which, you know... They've been working in Africa for a while, but, yeah. Right. It, well, that's... So, the good thing about China, because that's where I was going to go with this, is that, that we, you know, we've... Why, the G7, that should have been the top priority on that on their schedule, should have been China, and how we're going to get together, we're going to stand up to China, and we're going to let them... We're, I mean, they paid... They, well, they did. They paid lip service, too. But that should have been, like, their number one focus. The biggest enemy to Western civilization right now is, and from a, at least in a foreign policy standpoint, is China. And, like, but it, like you, you're saying, like, uh, Biden's the most powerful man on the planet. I'm almost starting to think it's G, because G seems to own all these people, like, all these corporations and countries and like it seems like he's become the most it should be the president but i feel like he's not i feel like he's president g is right now well yeah we all you know traditionally the president is and, and i when i say the most probably he's one of the most right because there's other countries that are he just but, seems but, to have so much influence over everybody it's crazy we've talked yeah. about, we've had whole podcasts on china but i just like they were there's the things that they are getting away with right now is just and like to me. Well, I think dictators are always going to have more power than elected officials will. Yeah, well, no, I mean with inside their countries, but this is like worldwide. That's my point. Like this is like we just see even right, but he but Chi doesn't have to take in mind uh, the interest of what his people want, but Biden does. So that limits Biden, mm-hmm. well, and also his the whole Congress and the Senate that limits Biden. Chi doesn't have to deal with that. No, that's the hundred. I'm sure, I'm sure that's true. But the my point was is that even like people like the NBA are in his like pocket now, like like in our sports league, Hollywood. Yeah, it's Hollywood, whole nation, sports. cover uh, WHO covering, helping them cover up the COVID outbreak. The, like this, it's oh man, it's like unreal. It's like they are so much smart. I hate to say it, but they're smarter than us. And it's not and not in a good way. I don't mean that in a good way. Like they're just they, no, they're they just, played us so well, and so is Putin. By the way, Putin's he's so discord in this country. Like that's like that's that's another thing that was funny though. They asked him if he was a killer. That's when I, I started the podcast. They asked a reporter asked Biden if he thought Putin was a killer, and Biden's like, well, like so you know how CNN covered that up. They see not covered it up. They 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 spun it. It was like he was he was being like a strategic and like trying to think how to like. You know, like, you know, for like, you know, kind of like negotiation purposes almost. Like, he was like, no, he's just, he lost his train of thought. He does this all the time. It had nothing to do with him being strategic. Yeah. If it was strategic, he wouldn't have said it a couple months ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a killer, though. Well, he is. We know it. He's, yeah. a KG, he's a KGB agent. Did you see, did you, well, they asked, I think it was like, uh, it was NBC News reporter or something. They asked, uh, had a sit down interview with Putin. They asked him if you, like, a killer. And Putin's like, oh, it's like, 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 so that's a yeah. I'll take that as a yes. And here's the thing. He's like, admit it. Prove it. Prove it and, 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 and have him deposed as leader and tried in Russian court and all that stuff. That's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. No, Vaney's found that out the hard way. You know, the opposition leader. That guy's been jailed and poisoned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Gosh, that's some serious... That poison that the Russians use? Please don't poison me, Russia. If you got a problem with me, just take me out into the head or something, man. Because that, <laughs> that poison is disgusting. That's awful what they, they suffer. They, he did that to the president of Ukraine back, like, 15 years ago, I think. It was... Uh, I forgot the guy's name, but it's like, yeah, man, that's some brutal stuff. They, like, turn, like, a different, like, yellow color. It's like, oh. Well, we could talk about the way we send people to it in America, like you wrote about yesterday. What's that? Which one? I read a lot of stuff. The reporter found dead. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we don't... To be continued on that one, I don't. Oh, yeah, that, that might be a, that might be a good. I didn't want to say it. We might need to do an yeah, update. Yeah, on that yeah. next next. You That's know. so funny. We write so many articles. I'm like, which one? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah the old Clinton. Yeah, well, we're definitely due for a, a Clinton Clinton update. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. So, so as we close out here, what do you guys think? Is there a solution? Uh, to whether or not we can make America like is there come is there a comeback with Biden is there any way? I'm Joe Biden is not. Yeah, I mean, he, like I said, he could he he proved he's not going to do it. But like I to, we said this on the podcast the other day, he he'd win me over on not overall, but like I would be supportive if he was really like leading the charge at like the G seven all these like we got to how are we going to punish China? what they've done to this world right now. Like, he, he could make... I would give him a lot of credit if he did, but he had his chance this weekend. He could have started that process, and he didn't. So I, I have no hope no. about Joe Biden. I have no hope. Even even Joe Biden 10 years ago when he was more with it, I still wouldn't have had any hope because he was always been weak. Remember the famous words of the former Secretary of Defense, Robert Gates? He said, 40 years, Joe Biden has never been on the... I'm paraphrasing, on the right side of any foreign policy issue. He didn't even want to kill Bin Laden. <laughs> At least Obama got that one right. I think the only hope is that 2022, so that we can take back the House and the Senate. I think so, it, I think we have a good shot. I really do. I oh, do, too. The only way it doesn't happen at this point is if Republicans screw it up, which they're or capable of doing. Or if Democrats steal it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true too. But they, but the the fact is that they they the Republicans have themselves to blame if they don't take back the, at least the House, and they should take it back in record numbers. They need to take back both. Well, they have to, to, but to but I'm just saying number. Yeah, I'm just saying numbers wise, the House is a lot easier bet at this point. Is there is there people coming up in the Senate in 2024? Yeah, there's some big rate. Actually, we got one down here, Rubio's. Rubio's up against uh, that Val Demings is going to run against him, so that'll be an interesting. She's she's no joke. She's a tough candidate. That'll be a fiery race. She's a tough candidate. She's no joke. I always said the whole time, like I thought Biden would if he would have been better off picking her because you know from a political standpoint she kind of makes me worried as a Republican, but she's she's good. She's good. I don't like obviously her policies, but anyway. So there's some big races like that that are coming up. So it comes out. So we. So it comes out. Our only hope is two years from now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I know, but that's the discouraging part is because he hasn't done any of these things through Congress. It's like yeah, that's why it's so frustrating. It's like how is what's Congress going to stop him doing? You know who we can blame for this in the first place, though. We can blame the courts, and we can blame the Democrats, obviously, for the fraud. And the um, DOJ. And the DOJ. So we can blame all these people, but unfortunately. And we can also blame the GOP because they didn't want to press anyone on voter fraud. They didn't want to make rules ahead of time even when they knew mass mail-in ballots were going to go out. They didn't want to do anything. So it's kind of a double-edged sword to try to get more GOP senators elected 
when they didn't really want to do anything in the first place. You never know who you're going to be, who you're going to elect until after they get in office, and you see how they actually vote on things. Yep, that's where we're at. All right, guys, thank you guys for watching. Cross your fingers for 2022. That's our hope. Get out there, beat the streets, do some stumping for for. Uh, for our GOP, I mean, we have to go with them. We have to. We have to. So thank you guys for watching. Hopefully you liked what you heard. More importantly, hopefully you agreed with what you heard. Um, do all the stuff we asked you to do in the beginning, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Anybody got anything they want to let out in the next minute and 20 seconds? I was just going to say one last thing. Boris Johnson, man. Oh. What happened? What happened? What a disappointment. That's what, that's what I got. Yep, yep. Bye-bye, uh, Bojo. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys again. We'll see you next time. Stay free, America, and God bless.